my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Hey there, Tanner fans! Angela Bowen here, the host of Oh My Lanta! Holy Chalupas! An unofficial Full House, Fuller House podcast. Welcome to August! It's Sisters Month! And to celebrate, I am covering two Sisters episodes. The first one up is going to be Season 4, Episode 21, The Hole in the Wall Gang, which is what I'm covering today. This aired originally March 1st, 1991. In this episode, Jesse and Joey set about renovating the attic into a loft for newlyweds, Jesse and Becky. DJ and Stephanie argue. Now, that... Summary there is, it's weak sauce. It's just like they argue, yeah, when don't they? But this one here on the DVD case, this one's a winner. I love this description. Drywall drama. DJ and Stephanie punch a hole in the wall and try to spackle their way out of it. That was creative. I really like that. And of course, later this month, I will also be covering the second sisters double feature part two because last year i covered part one we'll be covering <laughs> sisters in crime from season five where dj we first meet steve he is actually steve peters later in season six he will become steve and hale there is definitely a personality difference. It seems like Steve in season five, when we first meet him, kind of comes off as semi, I mean, not so much unfriendly, but he's really annoyed by uh, Stephanie and Michelle. Like, it's just this version of Steve, it's just, uh, I, I don't like, but, um, Season six, and onward, Steve, absolutely love. And also, there's a side plot with, um, there's a charity hockey game. And you know how Joey just loves hockey. The fact that Jesse can't skate, and Danny is so preoccupied because he's playing the goalie. He's trying to keep his area clean, which actually, the area he's referring to in Joey's hockey terms, is a goal crease. Like, you're supposed to be defending it, not cleaning it. Like, you're supposed to be blocking shots. You didn't do... You were on your hands and knees the whole time cleaning the slush from it. Uh, that's what the Zamboni does. <laughs> the halftime or whatever time, downtime hockey is. <laughs> has. So, yeah. That's... <laughs> All right, so... We also have someone celebrating the birthday of the Full House cast. Well, we got John Stamos celebrating a birthday in August. Yes. And I will be covering a, another, another opening, another no-show. I always, I don't know why, but I always seem to blank out on the first half of that 
title of that episode. Like, I know the other half of that title is another no-show, but what's the first half of it? <laughs> All right. So, according to IMDb, this episode's got 7.5 out of 10 rating. It's out of 250 ratings. Do we have any guest stars this episode? We don't have any guest stars this episode. Okay, this episode was also directed by Joel Zwick. Writers Jeff Franklin, Craig Heller, and Guy or Guy Schulman. Trivia, trivia, trivia. Here we go. This is the only time DJ and Stephanie successfully avoided getting into trouble with Danny for their misdemeanor. Yeah, you know what? This person who put this trivia up, they are 100% correct. Yeah, Danny just is not the wiser. They uh, did a good job. The hole-in-the-wall incident is mentioned in the pilot episode of Fuller House. I gotta go back and rewatch the pilot episode because I think I might have... I'm blanking on that. Pat Let's Vanna Spin the Wheel Once in a While is a direct reference to the TV show, or TV game show, Wheel of Fortune. Vanna White also appears in an episode later in the series called The Test. That's right, that's from season seven. I did cover that episode for... Gosh, I think I covered that... I might have covered it for um, Candace Cameron's birthday back in the, uh, last April of 2021. There's also goofs when the character error. When Jesse gets stuck inside the wall and Joey messes up his hair, John Stamos is having a very hard time keeping a straight face. He, he is having a hard time keeping a straight face. <laughs> He's like, Joey, Joey, because Joey's like shutting the little door. Because <laughs> Jesse's got his head stuck in that wall. Oh my gosh. Continuity. Stephanie and DJ knock down all the clothes in Danny's closet. Then with a pole, with a pole that held up his clothes, they knocked a hole in the wall. In the next scene, when they attempt to fix a hole, all of Danny's clothes have been picked off the floor, leaving the entire aspect fixed. Getting a clothing rack back up in a closet is hard to do, and it is very hard to fool Danny. Yeah, this is this person's opinion. This is not just so much a goof, but it's like... You don't think they would have done that before they focused on taking care of that hole in the wall? All right. Do we got any user reviews? Ooh. Um, yes, we do. Yes, we do. 10 out of 10. Warning spoilers. This is from Wilson, and Wilson Andrew WC from November 18th, 2016. DJ... Or, excuse me, yeah, DJ and Stephanie were so sneaky. Warning spoilers. Oh, man, Danny's gonna be really steamed when he sees that hole in his wall. DJ and Stephanie are toast. And also, I think that it was a really lame idea for DJ and Stephanie to fix that hole in the wall before their dad came home from work just because he was such a neat freak when they know that the stuff they were using to cover that hole wasn't going to work since it would take a while for it to dry up. Why don't DJ and Stephanie just be straight with their dad? I mean, tell him the truth. He would probably be so proud of DJ and Stephanie for telling him the truth that he won't explode at them for ruining his wall. Well, I, 
I I beg to differ. I know they would be punished. That would be sure. Not to mention they'd be. He would probably want to know why are you wearing my clothes? Why are you in my room? First of all, when I'm not here. Two, why are you wearing my clothes? Because when it comes to Danny's clothes, he's very pristine. He even labels when he's going to be wearing his clothes next. When DJ's checking the little tags on his clothes shirts that are hung up in the closet. All right, Taylor Kingston gives us a 7 out of 10, titling it The One with the Hole in the Wall. This is from June 18th, 2015. I enjoyed this episode. It is very funny. In this episode, Stephanie, wanting to be like Big Sister DJ, mimics her outfits, which in one case means taking some of their dad's clothes. When DJ and Stephanie get into a fight in their dad's closet, they accidentally make a hole in the wall. Since Danny is such a neat freak, he'll notice if the furniture has been moved, which makes for a very stressful afternoon for the girls. Meanwhile, Jesse and Joey remodel and renovate the attic, so it's livable for Jesse and Becky. But Jesse gets bossy, which annoys Joey a lot. Overall, I give this episode a 7 out of 10, which in my ratings book is great. <laughs> All right, so before I officially get into the episode, I'm going to let you Tanner newbies who have just, <laughs> Tanner newbies, of course, being new listeners who have just jumped aboard the Tanner train, aka the podcast, I want to let you know where you can listen to the podcast. You can listen by downloading the SoundCloud app, SoundCloud app, or your podcast app. You can go to Apple Podcasts and just search Full House or Fuller House Podcast and follow it. So you'll know which episodes I'm doing each month, which you can find out by following the Facebook page, Oh My Lanta, Holy Chulaboos, an unofficial Full House, Fuller House Podcast. Just type in Full House Podcast into the search bar in Facebook. It'll pop right up because I don't go episode by episode, season by season. I like to do themes. So for August, we are doing the sister theme. Last month in July, we did a double feature called the Almost Breakup double feature featuring Jesse and Becky. And and the other one was featuring Danny and Vicky. In September, I'll be doing the Back to School double feature part. (laughs) I'm going to have to go and look. Maybe two. Maybe two or three, because this podcast is only just turned three years old in April. So, yeah. And then I am going to be uploading a little mini episode, giving you guys a heads up as to what my schedule is going into the fall of 2022 for and for the rest of 2022. And then, of course, my plan for 2023 is to be wrapping up the full house portion of the podcast and sprinkling some fuller house episodes in there as well. You can also find the podcast on other social media pages, such as Instagram at OMHC full house, fuller house podcast and Twitter at OMHC full house. The podcast also does have an email address if you would like to write into the podcast, talk about your full house or fuller house memories, what the show means to you. That 
Email address is omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com. You can find it in the episode description on SoundCloud. Another thing that does set this podcast apart from other Full House or Fuller House podcasts is that this is a podcast for ears of all ages, which means I wanted to create a podcast out there for lovers of both shows that they could listen to with their kids around or listen to if you are sensitive to expletive, you know, F-bombs, H-bombs, S-bombs, that kind of thing, in adult situations, you know, talking about inappropriate stuff. Like, I'm not about that, guys. I want to create a safe space so we can all just relive our wonderful memories, my wonderful memories of growing up with this show and just, Wanting to give that back to you. So, yes. And as I said, another thing that sets it apart from other podcasts out there about Full House is that I don't go episode by episode, season by season. There are other podcasts out there. If you want to listen to something that is a little more adult, I recommend the How Rude podcast that actually inspired me to do my Full House slash Fuller House podcast. So I recommend that one. There's also What's This a Full House podcast. I believe that one is a clean podcast. So there are some out there. Also, Why Full House is the Greatest Show Ever, I believe that is another Full House podcast. I believe, though, they may use expletives. It may be for 18 and older. I'm not 100. I've listened to a little here and there. So also another one that is for adults would be The House Must Be Full. One uh, podcast I would love to recommend, and I've actually guested on that podcast, is the Walnut Grove podcast by Mark Phillip. He does cast interviews with Dean Butler and many other stars of the show of Little House on the Prairie. I believe even um, Karen Grassle, who played Caroline Ingalls, he's interviewed her. It's such a fun, enjoyable podcast. It really, really is good. So definitely check that out. It is, it's not rated E, I mean, they do talk about some adult situations, but they don't go into graphic details or anything into into that regard. But definitely check it out if you're a, full, a Little House fan like I, I, I am. Other podcasts, if you're new to listening to this podcast, shows I've covered. The Punky Power podcast, I covered all four seasons of Punky Brewster. I'm currently working on season one of Punky Brewster. I've also covered all five seasons of Silver Spoons on the Punky Brewster podcast, as well as some episodes of Different Strokes, which I do plan to eventually get back into doing some more episodes of Different Strokes, as well as some of Boy Meets World. More likely that's going to be once I'm compl- done with the Full House, Fuller House podcast. So, yeah. All right. I believe that wraps it up. So let's jump into the cold open of the Hole in the Wall gang. All right. It looks like we're switching rooms here. Joey is not in the basement anymore. He is in Jesse's old bedroom. And he's got, 
you know, some boxes brought up, and he's got Michelle carrying Popeye ever so gently, ever so gently. <laughs> it's like, okay, careful, careful, watch the sides, watch the doorway. <laughs> so Michelle asks, where do you want Popeye? And Joey says, um, put him next to Olive so uh, Bluto can't get to him. Because he's got a chair with Bluto and olive oil. These stuffed characters. We also see, yeah, Joey was able to have, <laughs> wow, that is, I mean, if and you think, I mean, that, that basement apartment that he had, that, he had a lot of stuff, and going from that amount of space to, um, less space, yeah, you gotta compromise about what you want to bring up, because that room's gonna be cluttered with stuff. He's, he's got his, his hockey mannequin with the Red Wings jersey. He's got a bear with a mane, a stuffed bear with like a lion's mane. Maybe it's lion, I don't know. Uh, we got Three Stooges poster. Is that what that is? No, that's not Three Stooges. That's like Groucho Marx and maybe his brothers. I don't know. We got an Einstein bear hanging on a little mini shelf on the wall. Above the bed, we got, uh, I think that might be a picture of, uh, Cartoon Reagan. We also got, uh, old black and white photo, uh, it's supposed to be played for comedy, of a guy hanging onto a clock. And I've seen that image, whether it might be a Charlie Chaplin short, I'm not sure. Let's see. There's also what looks like might be one of Jesse's old things that, hasn't pictures that hadn't gotten taken down from the closet was the it looks like a jukebox so yeah just making things is that a chair over there in the corner oh that's so cool and he's also got a a nice rug with a um interesting uh pattern red rug with a pattern on it so yeah nice nice looking bedroom that I honestly, I love, like, when he gets, like, the comforter, and it's, like, a teal with, like, black triangles and stuff, and yellow mixed in, and it's it's really cool. I, I just, I love the col the colors they use. So, yeah, Joey, Joey, Joey can celebrate because it's all done moving in. Can you believe I moved from the basement up to Jesse's old room? Michelle, can you believe that? Michelle, Michelle asks... How can you play with dolls? And Joey wants to make this matter of fact. Michelle, I am a grown man. I do not play with dolls. And he says, however, I do make him dance. And he takes Popeye the doll and does a little dance on the top of the chair. And Michelle is, Joey, you're playing with a doll. Wait, it's a stuffed figurine, I guess. I don't know. What would you call them? And Joey says, okay, you're right, I am playing with a doll, but in a manly way. Just to sing the Popeye song. Supposed to be like the theme song to the TV show, I guess, of Popeye. Bring it right in, right this way. Be careful of the sides. Careful. Careful Thanks. now. Not carrying That's about. it. Where do you want Popeye? Uh, put him next to Olive so Bluto can't get at her. <laughs> Hey, thanks for being such a helper, Michelle. You believe I'm finally moved into Uncle Jesse's old room? How come you play as dolls? Michelle, 
I am a grown man. I do not play with dolls. However, I do make him dance. I make him walk. He talks to me. How's it going, Joseph? I talk to him. Not bad, Popeye. Whoa! Joey, you're playing with a doll. Okay. You're right. I am playing with a doll, but in a manly way. Let's sing the Popeye song. Okay. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I'm strong to the finish because I eat me spinach. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. So we're back in Joey's room. He's added more stuff to his uh, collection of pictures on his closet. We got a football player. We got maybe another hockey team picture. We got Bluto and Olive Oil and Popeye all hanging out on the mannequin. Bluto and Olive are on the hockey mannequin shoulders. And then Pluto is kind of tucked underneath the hockey mannequin's, like, arm protection, whatever that's supposed to be. So Joey, uh, Joey, Jesse comes in and says, hey, look, I had to turn off the, um, I'm working on the plumbing for up in the attic for the apartment that Becky and I are going to live in. And I had to turn off the main water source, so I'm really hoping I didn't, you know, inconvenience anybody. And, of course, Danny comes out in his robe from the bathroom, and his hair's got suds. Like, Jesse, of all the times to turn off the main water, because the soap is now stinging my eyes. <laughs> I love this. Danny comes in, it's like, Jess, one question. Did you actually wait until the shampoo was burning my eyes to turn the water off? And Jesse says, oh, no, no, just dumb luck. He really should have let them know. Like, hey, by the way, if you need to shower or fill a comments water bowl or get a glass of water, do it now because I am shutting off the main water supply temporarily. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Uses a squeegee. That would be, that looks like you would use, it's something that it looks like you'd get, like when you're filling up your car with gas, and then you're using like the squeegee thing for your windshield, it's just like that. Hey Joe. Hey. I'm uh, putting some new plumbing in the attic, so I had to turn off the main uh, water line. I hope I'm not inconveniencing anyone. <laughs> yeah. Jess, one question. Did you actually wait until the shampoo was burning my eyes before you turned the water off? No, just dumb luck. Here, let me help you out there. Let me just... Let me get this... Oh! Okay, I know it's early in the episode, but wow, is Kimmy already going to be in the running for worst outfit of the episode? She is wearing a turquoise colored turtleneck and some blue red blue on one side red on the other and then 
green on the bottom. It's like a dress type of thing with a... But it almost looks like kind of a smock dress. So now we go over to DJ and Stephanie's bedroom. The girls are trying on makeup. And by girls, I mean Kimmy and DJ. As Kimmy is putting on some lipstick, some orange lipstick, which doesn't look that it's not like crazy orange. Like it's not like pumpkin, like bright orange. It's more of a muted orange. And DJ says, yeah, it's perfect if you're dating Ronald McDonald. So yeah, looks like Stephanie is bringing her stuff back over for, originally she was going to take over her old room that became Jesse's room, but now that Jesse's taking the attic and turning it into a place for him and Becky, and Joey is taking Jesse's old room because they're going to turn that basement into a studio so Jesse can focus on his music. Stephanie's got her collection of bears in there. No Mr. Bear, but there's a bear that looks like it's got, like, a baseball hat on. Okay, this is interesting. Okay, because DJ, again, complaining. Can't believe I'm sharing my room with an eight-year-old again. And because in the Honey, I Broke the House episode, when Michelle's like, my turn to drive the car because, you know, Stephanie backed into the kitchen. And Joey says, no, you know the rules, Michelle. No driving until you're eight years old. So then Stephanie is, because she turns 10, the big 1-0 in season five. So she hasn't turned nine yet, but she's got the straight hair. She lost the curls. Or she just decided, you know what? I'm I'm over the curls. I just want to have my hair straightened, which probably helps the guys out or whoever was curling her hair because uh, it's not naturally curly. Does that sound like the curls probably were a bit of maintenance? Okay, I think Stephanie is also in the running for worst outfit of the episode. Both her and Kimmy, just in this scene alone. And Stephanie says, believe it, babe. Oh, neat, we're playing makeup. And she brings her doll over, which I don't know. There, I don't think there's a cutoff age for dolls or playing with dolls or whatever. I mean, you can play with them as a kid, but maybe as you get older, you're like, okay, I can tuck them away for when I have kids of my own or younger siblings, or I can keep it as an antique or however. Oh, I love DJ how she clarifies, oh, no, no, no. We, do, we as in Kimmy and I, we do not play makeup, Steph. We wear makeup. Kimmy, <laughs> with her digs. Yeah, kid, go watch Sesame Street. And Stephanie just wants to make it clear, hey, I do not watch Sesame Street. Besides, not until 4 o'clock. So I'm all yours until then. And DJ wants to make a point. Now that you're back, you know, now this isn't my room anymore since it's our room, but can you keep your baby stuff off my bed? Like, this section of the room is mine. I don't want any of your stuff anywhere near it, especially not your baby stuff. And just as Stephanie says, I have no baby stuff because she's holding that doll. It says, Mama. It sounded like. Like Joey trying to, or someone doing a weird sound effect. 
<laughs> and Stephanie turns and says, you couldn't keep your mouth shut to the doll. Yeah, because DJ's like, you were saying about not having any baby stuff. And she's got Mr. Bear, and then she's got a bear that's dressed like one of the baseball players from Field of Dreams, you know, one of the, the ones that are, like, from the 1910s, 20s, 30s, baseball, I don't know. I don't watch baseball, but, um... The, those uniforms that they wore, you know, back in that time. So, Deej, what do you think of this orange lipstick? It's perfect if you're dating Ronald McDonald. I'm back! Uh, Thank you. You're too kind. I can't believe I'm sharing my room with an eight-year-old again. Yeah, I believe it. Believe it, babe. We do not play makeup. We wear makeup. Yeah, kid. Go watch Sesame Street. I do not watch Sesame Street. And besides, it's not until 4 o'clock. Well, now that you're back, remember the rules. Keep your baby stuff on your side of the room. I have no baby stuff. You were saying? You couldn't keep your mouth shut? I'm looking at Stephanie's bed. We got Mr. Bear on her pillow. We got the Field of Dreams baseball bear. We got another bear that's in the little uh, shelving unit above her bed. It's a bear that's got some pink and white striped pajamas. A lot of bears. A lot of uh, dolls with blonde hair. All right, let's jump up to the attic. Let me guess. Jesse installed a light switch. I'd like to introduce the newest addition to our future home, the light switch. Ooh! <laughs> Becky and Joey are like, oh, okay. And Becky says, and it only took four days to install. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I think Becky is third in the running for worst outfit. So I'm probably going to have to um, go do a first place second place and third place and jesse says hey look what is four days compared to a life of worry free on and off so he tests it the light and it's not doing anything because it's not oh he forgot to turn the electricity back on yeah, he, sis, now it's the second time of inconveniencing Danny. Like, oh, you better take care of that. I want to you know, inconvenience anybody. As Danny was blow drying his hair, which I don't blow dry my hair because I just let it air dry. For me, it's just easier, I guess. I mean, my hair's a little longer than Danny's is, so... And Danny just looks at Jesse because he comes into the attic and asks, how do you time these things? Again, it's a matter of giving someone a heads up and you won't inconvenience them. Danny asks Jesse, do you have a surveillance camera in the bathroom? Is that how you're doing this at the just the wrong time? So Jesse realizes, you know, he is taking a bit of time with this and it's taking longer than expected, but he says, this is my new home. You know, I want to treat it with love and care. And we see boxes that say shoes, number 11, 
Toaster, knives, and cookware, number seven. Here's a question. When this apartment is done, there isn't going to be a kitchen that's all basically, they're you know, downstairs for the kitchen half and eating and everything. The only thing they're going to have is a bathroom, a room for the twins when they're born. They're going to have that piano up there at some point. And a little, uh, oh yeah, they already got that over there. It's that little uh, makeshift fireplace thing. Fire stove, whatever you want to call it, which, yeah. And I just don't see what a toaster, knives, and cookware. Well, honestly, yeah, they do have a little table over there in the corner near, near the boys' room. So I'm like, they could even make their dinner and just bring it upstairs and, you know, they can just eat, you know, amongst themselves. Just kind of having their own um, separate time from the family and whatnot, so... I don't know where that toaster's going. <laughs> I uh, or, or I don't I don't know I don't know. And cookware, I mean, you're not cooking anything up there, up in that attic. Yeah, and they also, you know, they have a little living space there. They have the bed off to the side, and that's basically it. It is a loft, but there's no kitchen space in there. And he's talking about craftsmanship, and he says the same way my ancestors bought the, uh, built the Parthenon. Danny says the Parthenon is in ruins. He tells him, "Well, that's what happens when you rush. Things happen; they break." And you know, this should also be up to Becky as well, because she's going to be living there too. And she says, "Honey, I understand you want to take your time, but this is supposed to be our first home, you know, not our." Retirement home. Like, no, nah, ain't gonna take that long to get that done. I don't understand why he can't even, you know, have his dad, like, hey, dad, why don't you, like, uh, come over here, I'll, you know, see what I'm doing with the attic, if you got any, you know, suggestions and all that good stuff, I would love to hear them. You know, Cotsopolis men working side by side, helping fix that first home. Uh, well, I, uh, jo Joey volunteers himself as tribute. As <laughs> Jesse's volunteer. You know, Jess, I might speed things up if I uh, help give you a hand. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is Joey Mr. Fix-It? <laughs> when have we seen him fix anything? Yeah, and immediately Jesse shuts it down. Like, no, thank you. But Becky's like, Joe, Joey, that is a great idea. Jess, let him help you. He can hold your hammer for you. He can hold the nails. Whatever you need, he'll be your assistant. He won't get in the way. He's not going to interfere in your work. He's not going to criticize your work. He's just there to help you. I love how Jesse's like, oh, all right. I'll find a little something for you to do. Now, be honest, Joey, have you had any experience in construction? And I didn't believe this as soon as it came out of Joey's mouth. He says, are you kidding? I once built a four-bedroom ranch house. And the way that Danny looks at Joey, almost like, Joey, I've known you since you were 12. When have you ever built anything? But Jesse's like, oh, really, you did? <laughs> yeah, Joey's just making a joke, saying, you know, I would have built a garage, too, but... <laughs> I ran out of Legos. <laughs> and now I'd like to present the newest addition to our future home, the light switch. Ooh. And it only took four days to install. Hey, what is four days compared to a lifetime of worry-free on and off, huh? Ready? <laughs> oh, 
You know what? I forgot to turn the electricity back on. Better go take care of that. I don't want to inconvenience anyone. But you did. How do you time these things? <laughs> do you have a surveillance camera in my bathroom? Look, I realize I'm a little behind schedule, but this is my new home, you know? I want to build this place with love and care and old-world craftsmanship. Same way my ancestors built the Parthenon. The Parthenon is in ruins. That's what happens when you rush. Honey, I know that you want to take your time, but this is supposed to be our first home, not our retirement home. You know, Jess, it might speed things up if I helped you. No, thank you. Joey, that's a great idea. Thanks, Joey. We are going to have such a great time. All right, I'll find a little something for you to do. But be honest, do you have any experience in construction? Are you kidding? I once built an entire four-bedroom ranch house. You did? Yeah. I would have built a garage, too, but I ran out of Legos. All right, so... <laughs> Already, so we're back in the girls' room. Stephanie's already a mini-me version of DJ. With her hair kind of teased, she's got the same... Well, it seemed like DJ was wearing more of kind of a peach salmon long-sleeved shirt, whereas Stephanie's is fuchsia, but she's got the black lace leggings, legging shorts like DJ does. Let's let's take a look here. Let's see what we got here on Stephanie's side. Right above Nelson, we do see the word block and fuchsia colored lettering. And above the word block is on, so clearly New Kids on the Block, but it's out of frame, so you can't see all of it. We got the band Nelson, which I have not heard their music before. We also see we got a little makeup station set up with nail polish, a little mirror. Let's see what else we got here. We also got on the little nook cushion there. We got a cream white little stuffed monkey. We got a toucan bird. We got a porcelain looking doll with brown black hair that kind of gives off a small wonder Vicky robot vibe. <laughs> There's also hanging from the little shelf unit above Stephanie's bed is some headphones that are black with uh, yellow headphones. Those are the ones I think that like you could tune into a radio station that it had a, like a, a radio built into it. So she asked Michelle, like, oh, what do you think, Michelle? I, I got my whole room here looking awesome. And I love Michelle's response. Like she puts her hands up, meh, <laughs> like I could take it or leave it. <laughs> Stephanie says, Michelle, you are so young. So now, <laughs> now, <laughs> I can't get through this without laughing. Stephanie says, now that I'm almost a teenager, you know, now that she's eight years old and almost towards double digits, she's not even a preteen yet. She says, you can have some of my stuffed animals, my Barbie, my puppy poster. 
all my little kid stuff. And of course, Michelle also goes over to Mr. Bear and says, what about this little, oh no, she goes over to that little TV and says, what about this little kid TV? <laughs> nice try, little sister. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, that TV stays here. Michelle goes over to the t little TV screen and says, what about this little kid TV? And Stephanie tells her, yeah, nice try, sis. DJ comes in and sees her mini-me, Stephanie, and just like, what are you doing, little sister? Why are you dressing like me? Oh, and oh my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. But she says it with like, uh concern and uh, weirded outness. And Stephanie sits on her bed and says, hello, ladies. And Kimmy tells DJ, hey, Deej, look, it's your evil mini twin. So Stephanie, <laughs> she's so proud of what she's done to her side of the room. She says, check it out, ladies. I got my side of the room jamming. <laughs> because, well, yeah, DJ's got her Bell Biv DeVoe uh, poster on her um, sliding closet door. Oh, yeah, and yeah, and DJ still got her uh, George Michael poster above her bed. You know, if I didn't know that was George Michael, I'd say if he had a little longer hair, he could resemble 1993. 1992's Billy Ray Cyrus. In the, just in that picture, though. And DJ goes over to Stephanie. She's like, why are you doing this to me? Yeah, <laughs> Stephanie's hair just teased and blown back like that. It's just not a good look. Not, not when she's trying to impersonate her sister. Stephanie says, what can I say? Great minds think alike. Oh, here we go. We got uh, Becky and Danny coming in saying, oh, girls, we've got to get down to the station. And he's like, oh, love Becky. They're dressed just like each other. He says, oh, would you look at those matching outfits? And poor DJ. I, I feel for DJ here. I really, really do. <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it, because Steph DJ is like literally a head taller than Stephanie, but as the show goes on and even into Fuller House, Stephanie shoots right up in height. So she's actually to the point where she's a smidge taller than uh, DJ. Yeah, he just thinks it's so adorable. <laughs> okay, so yeah, as the camera pulled back, we do see more of that new kids on the block poster above that Nelson poster. They still have those same posters, I mean, on DJ's side with, the, you know, the Sharpay and, and the horses and stuff. But this season, we haven't seen DJ have any interest in horses whatsoever. Danny says, oh, you know what? This should be our next Christmas card. And DJ just glares at Stephanie, just like, ugh, little sisters, I can't, I can't stand you, Stephanie. She her eyes like, Ugh. Becky says, yeah, I remember when I used to dress up like my little sister. She hated it. Okay, so if that's the case, and she does say she has an older sister, then that older sister must be Connie. Because I don't know what other... Guys, so then Becky also mentions she does have, like, a bunch of brothers. 
But then she also has a little brother named Corky that when we meet Becky, she brings up like, oh, I have this little brother named Corky. Ask was. I'm going to look that up right now. I'm going to look that up right now. Let's see here. So. Life goes on. Life goes on. So that came out in 89. Season 2 of Full House would have been... Okay, well then, no. Then, because um, this uh, Tanner versus Gibbler when we meet Becky doesn't come out till 88. So, yeah. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Kisses Michelle, Stephanie, and DJ on, the, DJ on the head. Love you. Love you. Love you. Yeah, and he kisses Kimmy on the head. Like, I love you. <laughs> Poor Kimmy is just like, uh, Mr. T. She's like, uncomfortable. Like, what? I don't get this. Come on, Kimmy. We all know you secretly want to be a tanner. That's why you're over there all the time. And Danny's like, sorry, Gibbler. I was just, you know, on a roll. question to DJ says hey what do you want to do now and Stephanie thinks this in includes her as well like oh I don't know we could watch some MTV shave our legs call some boys oh no she says call some boys shave our legs <laughs> I love DJ's response as she looks at Stephanie and asks who are you like, why are you pretending to be me? So Kimmy is like, hey, Deej, let's go head down to the food court at the mall because they have a new potato topping at the House of Spuds. What could that potato topping be? I'm curious. I'm sure they already have sour cream. They already got bacon bits. They got shredded cheese. Maybe chives for those that are into chives on there, but I'm not. Hmm. What else would be another topping? Maybe butter. Yeah, they probably already have butter. No, it's got to be something interesting that would really make it really, really delectable. Hmm. 
I don't uh, know. What is another awesome, out-of-this-world topping for a potato? No, that makes me want... The only place I feel I can even get a baked potato is Wendy's, the bacon and cheese potato. And it's just... Oh, it's so good. I just... I. I don't have, I know, you know, potatoes are going to start, yeah, I get that. But I just, <sighs> baked potatoes sounds so good right now. I think, actually, I did have one when we were in Galveston. I think that was the, because uh, there's a Wendy's, like, literally <laughs> next to the hotel we stayed at. So, yeah, I'm like, okay, well, I had a burger last time, so I'm going to have a baked potato. <laughs> DJ says, I want to wear something fun to the mall. Come with me. So her idea of wearing something quote-unquote fun is getting one of her dad's shirts. What? One of it, what probably is one of his work shirts. Who knows? But was that a, I mean, honestly, was that a thing? I mean, I don't remember my sister going through my dad's closet and saying, hey, I'm going to wear one of dad's shirts. <laughs> no, she didn't do that when she was young. And I don't remember ever dressing up like my sister. I mean, granted, DJ's four years older than Stephanie, and my sister is six years older than me. So I'm seven and she's 14. You think anything she's wearing is going to even remotely come close to fitting me? Mostly. And, okay, here's a question. How did Stephanie get an article of clothing that is the same style but a different shade of color and the leg we do see stephanie wear black lace leggings legging shorts from time to time but um i just it's crazy it's crazy and she's those have got to be clip-on earrings that stephanie is wearing and Kimmy says, I'm right behind you. And Stephanie says, so am I. Ah, <laughs> oh, little tag along, Michelle. Don't worry, I'm coming too. Because she doesn't want to be left out. Well, what do you want to do now? Oh, I don't know. We could watch MTV, call some boys, shave our legs. <laughs> Who are you? Come on, Deej. Let's go down to the food court. I hear they have a new potato topping at the House of Spuds. Wait, I want to wear something fun to the mall. Follow me. I'm right behind you. So am I. No, I'm coming too. First thing out of Kimmy's mouth is like, wow, this is your dad's room, huh? You know, I bet if these walls could talk, they would go, oh, like boring, boring, boring. <laughs> boring room. Nothing interesting ever happens in here. Like Danny's little stained glass, uh, night tape, uh, is it called it's a it's a little nightstand lamp and there's always there's this door that goes where where does it go it's got to go somewhere is there a little balcony out there and we just don't see it otherwise someone's opening that door and they're falling to their death their death because they're on the second floor i'm just thinking about that song by celine dion called if Walls Could Talk. There's also a movie called If Walls Could Talk. And there's also a sequel to that, If Walls Could Talk too. <laughs> Stephanie asked, hey, Deej, what are we doing in here? Oh, she wants to wear one of Danny's shirts and ties. Okay. 
kind of makes me think of season eight when DJ was wearing the suspenders and tie. I mean, but, you know, DJ's doing DJ right now. So, and DJ says, you're in here because you're a pain in my butt, <laughs> basically. I don't know why you're here. I know why I'm here, but you're here just to be in the way. Yeah, she says, you're in here because you're a pain and you won't leave me alone. And you don't understand boundaries <laughs> in personal space. And Stephanie takes offense to this, puts her hands on her waist and says, I am not a pain. Well, she says, I resent that. And Michelle, God, yeah, Michelle, I mean, if DJ thinks it's bad having a little sister do everything she does, here comes Michelle doing exactly what Stephanie's doing. I resent that too. So, why are you going through these drawers? Kimmy, stop it. You don't need to be going through the sock drawer, the underwear drawer. No, no, you don't need. Who's doing this? Why? Kids don't do that in their parents' room. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> and it clearly is an Arm and Hammer one, but I think they had to, like, change the label on it. So she turns and says, why did your dad have baking soda in his sock drawer? Well, probably to, you know, deter moths and other clothes-eating insects, I guess. I don't know. In his underwear, ladies and gentlemen, Kimmy Gibbler has just reached the top of my weirdness chart. I'm sorry, but you don't go into your... I mean, even if DJ's invited, like, hey, let's go into my dad's room, go into his closet. She's not even... You think, okay, go over to his closet while you're discussing things with your sister. She's checking out his underwear drawer. And his, it's just, you don't do that. Kids don't even do that. But why was it, ugh. Anyway, you know what? You know what? I'm just, yeah. So, DJ's like, Kelly, what are you doing? My dad notices, notices with anything is out of place. Yeah, she says, Kimmy, don't touch that. My dad can tell if you move anything an inch. That dresser is completely empty. Because when she shut that... You, that dresser drawer, you heard it wobble like there's literally nothing in that thing. Yeah, because it starts to kind of rock. When she shuts that drawer on that dresser, it kind of lightly kind of rocks on its base there, that dresser does. Yeah, she says, all right, I'm just going to get a shirt and tie and we'll be out of here. So Danny has got his shirt all hanging. They've even got tags saying when he's going to wear it again. And he also has his pants all, you know, on hangers and whatnot. He's got his shoes. It's really nice and orderly. But then again, I mean, this is Danny. We don't expect any less of that from him. If his closet didn't look like this, I'd be worried. So DJ picks out a shirt and says, this one looks good. because They're striped. They're white shirts with, like, blue or black stripes on them. She says, yeah, I'll go with this one. And it says that Dad's not scheduled to wear it until next Thursday. So she can wear it, bring it home, and get it in the wash if need be. Well, that would raise too much suspicion because I'm sure the girls don't do their own laundry. And she better hope she doesn't get anything on that shirt because uh, if she gets a stain on it, Danny is going to flip. And he is going to immediately be suspicious. And Stephanie goes over there and says, I'm in luck. He has another one just like it. 
And DJ puts her foot like, oh, no, you know, Steph, you are not going out of the house looking like me. We're, this, what we're doing here is fine as long as it stays contained in the house. But you go out in public looking like me, we're going to have a problem. Yeah, she says, there's no way you're leaving this house dressed like me. And Stephanie says, do you think that maybe you're the one who's dressing like me? Well, Steph, no. Because... DJ wore the outfit first, and then you found an exact shirt and lace legging shorts to wear to match. So, yeah. <laughs> it does not take much to knock that rod of shirts down. Oh, my gosh. You think that were the worst of the problems? No, no, no. It is going to get... Even worse. <laughs> the audience like, oh, oh, my gosh. And Michelle, jaw dropped on the floor. Like, <gasps> like oh, no, no, no. Just you wait. It's going to get worse. You can fix. You can rehang a rod. At so, uh, some way or another, you can get that back up. And you can rehang everything. But when you put a hole in a wall... What if, what if, what if, okay, let's just, oh, that wouldn't be good, though, if they had a hole, because what if, nice, you know, other things, could come through that hole, get in the house, yeah, because that's like, oh, what if they just don't fill the hole in, and they just do the thing they're going to do anyway, which is shift everything over just a smidge. But then again, I mean, no, you don't want a hole in the wall. You don't know what's going through those walls, you know, things. What, You know, you don't want any of that in your house. They can stay in the walls. So, no, you got to patch up that hole. Yes, one of Michelle's many catchphrases as she shakes her finger at her sisters and says, You're in big trouble, mister. So, DJ says, Look what you did, Stephanie. Now get out of my way. I need to fix this. And DJ's on one end, Stephanie's on the other, and says, no, I can fix it myself. And they start getting in a tug of war over this clo this rod that this that goes up in the closet. Yeah, they're like, let go of it. No, you let go. Yes. DJ says, I said let go. And Stephanie says, okay, and what right in the wall? Uh, yeah, Kimmy makes herself scarce. Like, oh, well, I see by uh, the hole in the wall here. I guess it's uh, time for me to go. Good luck. Bye. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> Crossing her arm, shaking her head. You girls will never learn. So it seemed like when the hole was originally when it, the rod went through, it was a clean cut. But when Kimmy says it's time for me to go, we look at that hole and it's like jagged around the edges. And now there's a bunch of smudging stuff around the hole where it doesn't look nearly as jagged. So I'm guessing is that basically the spackle that's going to be used to cover up that hole? I don't know. This hole is now changed three different ways. Went from a clean hole in the wall to a jaggedly cut hole to some spackle smattering putty around the left side and bottom of the hole. Just underneath it. 
Like, it's getting ready to be filled and staffled over. So, this is your dad's room. I bet if these walls could talk, they would go, oh. <laughs> So, Deej, what are we doing in here? Well, I'm in here because I'm going to borrow one of dad's shirts and ties. You're in here because you're a pain. I resent that. I resent that, too. Did you know your dad has a box of baking soda in his underwear drawer? Kimmy, don't touch that. My dad can tell if you move anything an inch. Now, I'm just going to get a shirt and tie, and we'll be out of here. This one looks good. And dad's not scheduled to wear it until next Thursday. And then look, he has another one just like it. Forget it. There's no way you're going out of this house dressed like me. Did you ever think just maybe you're the one dressing like me? <laughs> leave the shirt alone. No, leave it alone. <laughs> you're in big trouble, mister. <laughs> Look what you did now. Now get out of my way. I have to fix it. Oh, well, I can fix it myself. Let go of it. No, you let go. I said let go. on this closet clothes rod DJ bumps into that empty dresser you can tell it's empty because the way it rocks back and forth against that wall and it's like DJ or Candace like realized like I'm gonna keep hitting this thing in this tug of war thing so I need to like move myself just a smidge over but yeah that thing is like empty and it's rocking on its base and it's just like that could tip over and hurt somebody that is dangerous yeah, because when she when they first do the tug i'll move on after this they first start tugging on you know back and forth on that rod and dj or candace she bumps into that dresser, looks behind her, and realizes, oh, I need to shift over just a centimeter, so I'm not, like, backing into this thing. So, DJ goes right into panic mode. We're dead! Dad's gonna be home any minute! What? No! Any minute? Like, what, within the next, like, five minutes, he's gonna be there? He just left with Becky to go down to the station. He's not gonna be home any minute. Relax. You have time. Granted, you can't take your time on this too long because time here is of the essence. He will get there eventually. Yeah, I still say, like, you could shift everything and just not cover that hole and just leave it as is. When is he ever going to notice that there's a hole there? When he moves the dresser himself, if he wanted to rearrange his room? I, I don't see that happening. And, yeah, DJ's like, what are we going to do? Dad's going to be home any minute. And Stephanie says, hey, I got an idea. Let's blame Kimmy. And DJ tells Stephanie, it's like, Steph, that won't work. All right, we have no choice. We have to fix this hole. And Stephanie says, right, we got to fix that hole. All right, well, go ahead. Do it. Fix it. And DJ said, I don't know how to fix it, but wait, I know someone who does. 
because, you know, Jesse's working upstairs, right? We just, you know, casually ask him, just, you know, nonchalantly, just simple question, like, hey, let's say this situation occurred, right? And, you know, I have a hole in the wall. How would you go about taking care of that? It's not, you don't need to give a specific, like, oh, this, you know, you don't even got, you don't got to mention that. So, yeah. And she takes Stephanie's hand and says, Stephanie, follow me. And Michelle, of course, is like, what am I going to do? Um, you sit here and watch that hole. <laughs> Sounds boring. Yeah, DJ says, you sit here right here and watch that hole. And Michelle says, you got it, dude. Wow, two of her catchphrases in one episode. I wonder if we'll get any more. So Michelle gets off the bed, Danny's bed and goes over and crouches down and stares eye level with that hole and says, I'm good at this. That is going to get so boring. <laughs> like, ugh, how long is it? Why is it taking you girls so long to get back here? We're dead. Dad is going to be home any minute. What are we going to do? I know. Let's blame Kimmy. That won't work. We have to fix the hole. Right. We got to fix that hole. Well, go ahead. I don't know how to fix it, but I know someone who does. Stephanie, follow me. What about me? You stay right here and watch that hole. You got it, dude. <laughs> I'm good at this. So yeah, he's pretty much Joey is. He's being Jesse's assistant, handing him a nail, a hammer, a bite of a tuna sandwich, and Joey's like, come on, Jess, there's gotta be something else I can do. Yeah, Joey says, hey, Jess, you know, I could handle a lot more responsibility if you just give me a chance. I mean, even Pat lets Vanna spin the wheel once in a while. And DJ's like, oh, wow, because she and Stephanie come up there like, wow, the edit's looking really good. And Joey's like, hey, how about this tuna sandwich I made, huh? huh? Like, yeah, that's great, Joey. It's like, <laughs> very nice. Like, I don't care about sandwiches. <laughs> So, DJ asked Jesse, like, hey, Uncle Jesse, um, are you afraid you might miss, you know, with a hammer and put a hole in the wall? And Jesse, so confident, says, I don't miss. And DJ asked, well, um, what if Joey missed? And Jesse says, why, why would I give Joey my hammer? Why would I trust him enough to think that he could be responsible for the hammer. Yeah, why would I give Joey a hammer? So, yeah, it's like, she's like, just not going the direction I wanted to. Okay, so how about this? What if Joey took your hammer and put a hole in the wall? How would you fix that hole? Joey says, well, girls, basically, and Jesse's like, excuse me, they were asking the professional here, not uh, the sandwich maker. Yeah, let the man with the tool belt explain. And Jesse starts explaining, you know, to fix a hole in the wall is quite simple. And I love how Joey is standing behind Jesse and starts mimicking his uh, hand gestures. <laughs> so he says, you take a piece of drywall, you take a spackle, you put that on, you sand it, you smooth it, you sand it. You kiss, <laughs> you paint it, and then you kiss the hole goodbye. <laughs> and he smacks Joey in the forehead. Like, you think I don't have eyes in my head, in the back of my head? You think I can't tell what you're doing behind me? Yeah. So, of course, I need a distraction. 
Because they got to take what they need, right, to fix that hole. So Gigi, Gigi says, hey, Uncle Jesse, why is this window here crooked? And Jesse's like, that's impossible. I installed it myself. He says, that's impossible. Joseph, get the level. So J Joey goes all army guy, like, getting the level, sir. Handing the level, sir. And Jesse says, suck in that gut, Joseph. <laughs> so while their backs are turned, although Joey's back wasn't turned, he could have seen the girls taking the stuff. But they got the spackle, they got the paint, which happens to match the paint in Danny's room, I guess. Because Jesse's like, that's level, that's level. Girls, I don't know what you're, where'd they go? Hey, he says, girls, you're crazy. This is perfectly level. <laughs> He's like, where do they go? And Joey puts an arm around Jesse and says, oh, you know, kids today, they don't appreciate a good leveling story like, you know, we used to. And Jesse says, you know, yeah, sad but true. <laughs> yeah, they got to fix that wall bed. And he's asking Joey for the electrical tape. And now Joey's taking on an Igor complex here. Yes, sir. He has some electro electrical tape, sir. Or however he does. Yeah, the electrical tape, not the measuring tape. Why do I think measuring tape? I don't know. So Jesse says, see, this is what makes me the king of home improvement, Joey. Whether you're being goofy and everything. And you're basically just a court jester. And Joey says, fine, do it all yourself. And Jesse says, well, at least it'll be done right. Is that a box spring in the... Oh, that is kind of cool. I do like that idea of a built-in wall, uh, bed, wall bed or something. So it looks like Jesse is connecting some wires together. And then I guess he was going to use electrical tape to kind of twist them together. Is that how they do? He also activated the wall bed to go up into the wall. And now it's going to close Jesse in. There's also, I really like this. There's also a built-in shelf on one side of the wall with, like, some some drawers. And then there's, like, a little closet on the other side with some drawers there, which is really cool. There's a little closet cabinet door on the right side of the bed. Yeah, and Jesse is like, Joey, help me, because he's stuck in there. <laughs> and Joey's like, oh, Hark, is that the... The king asking the court jester for help? So Joey's like, hey, is there a switch so I can get you out of here? And Jesse says, yeah, it's in my tool belt. I haven't installed it yet. How is he going to get him out of there? That would be panic-inducing. Being stuck in an enclosed space like that? And Joey says, good planning, your majesty. How did jo Jesse get his head stuck in there or unless there was already a square sized hole for him to stick his head through and Jesse says if I see you laugh once because his head is stuck in that hole while the rest of him is stuck in that uh, wall bed enclosure and Joey closes that cabinet door and just <laughs> okay I'm done so Jesse figures he's short circuited he must have uh, short circuit a, a wire or something and tells Joey alright cut me out of here and Joey's like well wait a minute isn't there something you'd like to say to me first like I'm sorry and Jesse says absolutely not and Joey shuts the cabinet door on him and Jesse says I'm sorry and Joey says for what 
as he says, for being a tad on the bossy side. And Joey shuts the cabinet door on Jesse. And Jesse's like, all right, all right, all right. I was a power-crazed maniac. And Joey says, and? And Jesse says, and I should let people help me and not want, have to do everything myself, basically. And Jesse says, okay, is that, uh, is that good enough? And Joey says, all right, Jesse, I'll, uh, I'll help you get out of there. So Joey says, all right, there's just one thing I want to ask you first. And Jesse asks, what? Joey asks him, are you really stuck in there? Like really, really stuck in there? And Jesse says, yes, I am really stuck in here. And Joey says, great, because there's something I've always wanted to do. And he messes up Jesse's hair. Because he says, you're sure you're really, really, really stuck in there? And Jesse says, yes. And Joey says, good, because there's something I've always wanted to do to you. And he goes to start messing up his hair. He's closing the door on on Jesse, the cabinet door. (laughs) Opening, shutting, opening, shutting. And Jesse's going, Joseph, 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 Joseph. Jess, I could handle a lot more responsibility. Even Pat lets Vanna spin the wheel once in a while. Hey, the attic's looking really good. And how about this sandwich I made, huh? Huh? Very nice. Hey, Uncle Jesse, aren't you worried that you might miss and put a hole in the wall? I don't miss. <laughs> well, what if Joey missed? Why would I give Joey a hammer? <laughs> well... What if Joey took your hammer without your permission? And there'd be a hole in the wall. And how would you fix it? Well, girls, basically what I would Excuse do... Excuse me, let the man with the tool belt explain. <laughs> now, to fix a hole in the wall is quite simple. You take a piece of drywall. <laughs> take spackle, put that on, smooth it, sand it, paint it, and kiss the hole goodbye. It's impossible. Joseph, level. Yes, sir. Getting the level, sir. Getting the level, sir. Getting the level, sir. Suck in that gut. Sucking in, sir. That's level. That's level. Girls, you're crazy. This is perfectly level. Where'd they go? Well, you know, these kids today, they just don't appreciate leveling like we used to. Sad but true. Okay, I'm going to fix my uh, wall bed over there. Joseph, electrical tape. Yes, master. Yes, I'll do your bidding, master. Get you the electrical tape, master. But please, don't level my hump. You see, this is the exact immature attitude that makes me the king of home improvement and you but the court jester. Okay, fine, do it all yourself. Well, at least it'll be done right. the court jester for help? Sound the trumpet! Is there a switch? Yeah, it's in my tool belt. I haven't put it in yet. Good planning, your majesty. I'm in here. 
see you laugh once. You won't. <laughs> there, I'm okay now. Must have short circuit in the wire. All right, cut me out of here. Isn't there something you'd like to say to me first? Something with the words, uh, I'm sorry in it? Absolutely not. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. For what? Well, maybe I was a tad on the bossy side. Okay, 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 okay. I was a power-crazed maniac. And? And, and I should learn to let people help me and not do everything myself, okay? Okay. I'll help you get out of there. There's just one thing I want to ask you first. What? Are you really stuck in there? Yes. Are you sure that you're really, really stuck in there? Yes. Good, because there's something I've always wanted to do to you. What? Hey, not the hair! Not the hair! All right, so we go back to Danny's room. DJ and Stephanie have just finished covering that hole. And they step back and examine their work, clearly satisfied. Like, you know what? I think it looks good to me. What do you think? And Stephanie says, yeah, you know what? You would never know a pole went through that wall. Like, no, you would definitely know that a pole went through that wall. Michelle's right. She's like, are you nuts? Like, I can see it's there. And Stephanie goes over to Michelle and says, Michelle, don't stare at the hole, okay? Just look. You look over your shoulder real quick. Whoop, see, I don't see a hole. I don't. And <laughs> Michelle starts shaking her head back and forth. Like, no, I still see the hole. I still see where the hole was. Like, I don't think this is going to fool Dad at all. Like, no, it wouldn't. Yeah, and DJ. <laughs> yeah, little meltdown here. Who are we kidding? Dad is going to freak when he sees this. Okay, there's no way that he's not. You're going to walk in that room and you're going to you're gonna see it right there. Because it's in eyesight of the doorway, basically. <laughs> and, of course, DJ plays the blame game here. You know what, Stephanie? This never would have happened. If you weren't following me everywhere, pretending to be a teenager, which you're not. And Stephanie's going into panic mode. Like, that doesn't matter. Nothing matters. We're going to be grown for the rest of our lives. <laughs> Stephanie going into panic mode helps DJ come up with an idea. Like, hmm. <laughs> but Stephanie's all like, DJ, that'll never work. And DJ tells... Stuff you haven't even heard what I, my plan is yet. Just hear me out before you shut it down. <laughs> and DJ says, look, let's just move the dresser over to the right a little bit to cover the hole. And Stephanie tells her, that'll never work. Dad notices everything, remember? Yeah, she says, he sees us when we're sleeping. He knows when we're awake. I'm like, Steph, I think you're thinking of Santa Claus. Yeah, DJ says, Steph, that's Santa Claus. So, yeah, DJ surmises, all they got to do is move the dresser, which, again, like I said, it's an empty chest of drawers, over to the right just a smidge. But then, again, we also have the pictures on the wall that have nails in the wall. So how are you going to fix that problem? You're going to shift it over ever so slightly? That's going to throw everything off. 
And DJ is like, okay, help me push. Again, because the dresser's empty, it is so easy to push that dresser. It just, it, there, there's no like, ugh. I mean, technically Stephanie doesn't even have to help DJ push it. Because you can just slide it along because that dresser's empty. And, oh, wouldn't you know, girls, I'm home, as Danny calls up the stairs. <sighs> not good, not good, not good. They also have the paint in there and the newspapers underneath the paint and where the the hole was spackled and painted and everything. You got to get that out of there. Oh, my gosh. And Stephanie starts screaming, oh, my gosh, he's home. We're dead. We're dead. We're dead. And DJ tells Stephanie, like, Stephanie, just calm down, all right? We're not dead yet. And they go over to Michelle, and DJ gives her some very important instructions. Like, I have a job for you, Michelle. I need you to go downstairs and stall Dad. But, of course, Michelle doesn't know what stall, what stall someone means. Like, just... Keep him busy, keep him downstairs, just talk to him and keep him busy, basically. And, of course, Michelle's like, you got it, dude. Like, I can do that. Oh, yeah, she's also like, oh, when DJ's like, I have a job for you, Michelle. Michelle's like, oh, do I have to watch the hall again? Like, no, 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 you don't need to do a Good job, by the way, on doing that. You did an excellent job on watching that hole. Didn't go anywhere. Uh, no, I need you to go downstairs and stall Dad. I need you to keep him talking, but whatever you do, keep him downstairs. That way, yeah, <laughs> Stephanie and DJ can uh, figure out <laughs> what they're going to do because they got to get the newspaper out of there. they got to get the paint and the spackle out of there. Yeah, <laughs> When DJ says, I'm going to give you the most important job you've ever had in your life, and that's when Michelle was like, do I have to watch the hole again? Like, no, 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 no. I need you to go downstairs and keep Dad busy. Keep him talking, but do whatever you have to do to keep him from coming upstairs. And she has, all right, Michelle, can you do it? And Michelle says, I can do it. And then she hops off the little, uh, stool at the end of the bed and just zips downstairs and then when michelle leaves stephanie's like hey do you think she can do it and dj says not a chance we, we need to work fast looks good to me you would never know a pole went through that wall here right i am not michelle don't stare right at it if you glance at it real fast you don't even notice it. Watch. <laughs> now you try. I still see it. Who are we kidding? Dad is going to freak. This never would have happened if you weren't following me around trying to act like a teenager. That doesn't matter now. Nothing matters. We're going to be grounded in our room forever. Steph, don't panic. I have an idea. That'll never work. You haven't even heard my idea yet. Let's move the dresser to cover the hole. Like I said, that'll never work. Dad notices everything. He sees us when we're sleeping. He knows when we're awake. He knows. That's Santa Claus. Now listen to me. All we have to do is move everything else along this wall over to the right, and he'll never notice we move the dresser. Now come on, help me push. Girls, I'm home. 
pull this off. Now, Michelle, I'm going to give you the most important job you've ever had. Do I get to watch the hole again? No, you have to go downstairs and stop Dad from coming up here. How do I do that? Uh, talk to him. Keep him busy. Do whatever it takes. Now, can you do it? I can do it. Great. Go get him. Do you think she can do it? Not a chance. So Danny's downstairs calling for the girls, thinking, I guess, what, that when he opened the door, they'd be sitting on the couch waiting for him? Or in the kitchen having cookies and milk waiting for him? But Michelle's like, oh, hi, Danny, and she grabs out to his leg, and he's trying to, you know, move his leg around. It's like, sweetie, can you? So he picks her up. Gives her a kiss hello, sets her down in front of him, and, uh, like, she's like, I can do it here! Go, team, go! She's, like, trying to do everything in her wheel, will, uh, willpower to <laughs> keep him down there. And she does the splits. <laughs> that is, like, the easiest phone number. She's like, I can say my phone number, 555-2424. Yeah, um, this is probably where he says, good, good job, honey. That's great that you can say your phone number. And then she says, I can say my phone number with my eyes closed, too. Watch. <laughs> and at this thing, I think that Danny is going to, is like kind of wondering, because like, he brings that up later to the girls. But, um, <laughs> I can say, <laughs> Yeah, she closes her eyes and recites the phone number again. What's interesting is the fact that sometimes when I'm asked my phone number for, you know, whatever reason, you know, for a business or whatever, sometimes it's like I do close my eyes to, like, see it in my head. And I've had this phone number for a handful of years. I mean, I still remember my childhood phone number, but for whatever reason, it's like sometimes I have to close my eyes and, like, visualize my phone number <laughs> and he's like all right honey i gotta go upstairs and see if your sisters are up there M oh michelle sweetie she says they're not doing anything wrong and he's like well that probably means that they are huh yeah oh michelle and then she <laughs> she actually goes so far as to block the entry to the upstairs. She's like, you cannot go upstairs. And he's like, oh, yes, I can. And he picks her up. Her arms are still out. And she starts shouting, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. He's like, whatever you're doing, get it done, because he is on his way up there. It's interesting, you know, because Jesse and Joey are in the attic doing their own thing, and they're not going to hear this commotion that's going on downstairs. It's just a floor below them. Girls? Hi, Daddy! Oh, well, <laughs> nice to see you too, sweetheart. <laughs> oh, kid dokie, hello. She's wearing two shades of brown. I can do it too. Go, Tim, go! <laughs> well, that, that's very good, sweetheart. I can say my phone number. Two four two four. Oh, that's very good too, sweetheart. I can say with my eyes closed. Five 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 two four two four. 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 Five 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 two four two four.
2424. Well, you'll never top that one, sweetheart. Now I'm gonna go upstairs and see if your sisters are up there. They're not doing anything wrong. Well, that uh, pretty much means they so are, doesn't it? Yeah, they're just kind of adjusting DJ and Stephanie are just the other things that are in the room shifting everything over just a smidge and when Danny puts Michelle down she's like I did the best I could and then she takes off <laughs> this is where Danny's like yeah she even told me her phone number with her eyes closed the question is why did she tell me her phone number with her eyes closed and what are you girls doing in my bedroom so DJ says, oh, darn, you know, it's supposed to be a surprise. And Stephanie looks confused. It's like, uh, it was like almost kind of like DJ, where are you going with this? It's like, basically, I'm making stuff up on the fly, honey. You got to, you got to roll with me on this. Just go with the flow, basically. Don't question it. And DJ says, oh, Steph, you can stop playing dumb now. And DJ say, oh, well, uh, the reason that we're in your room is, um, uh, and it's like, Steph, can you help me out here? And Stephanie's like, oh, we wrote a song about you, and we needed to be in your room for, you know, inspiration. So Danny's like, hmm, really? You know, I would love to hear the song that my room inspired. <laughs> so now they, they gotta come up with a song. <laughs> On the spot. Oh, DJ's like, kind of throw this at since Steph came up with this. I was like, okay, Steph, take it away. <laughs> why don't you sing it, Steph? And Steph's like, uh, no, why, why don't we both sing it? <laughs> oh, Stephanie kind of starts this off with dad, dad, and snapping their fingers the whole time. And it, yeah, DJ's like, uh, he's our dad. It's a really clean room. It's like, all right, Steph, take me home. Steph says, oh, he keeps it that way with the mop in the room. And it's like, and then they're the big finish. Dad, 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 dad. He's our dad kicking their legs up kind of like they're uh, the Rockets. <laughs> of disbelief is like... <laughs> <laughs> on Danny's face, it's like, uh-huh, yeah, mmm. I think such an applause from the audience on this finish. <laughs> Danny says, you know, girls, hearing that beautiful song makes me realize you two are definitely up to something. <laughs> you can't keep looking at them with such disbelief and suspicion, like, uh-uh, no, I'm, I'm not buying that at, at all. <laughs> oh, it's Stephanie, does that mean you didn't like our song? <laughs> Little pouty lips. <laughs> oh, Danny's like, oh, you know, girls, I loved your song, all right? I, look, I had a really hard day, okay? I just want to go and just unwind for a bit. So Danny, of course, <laughs> doesn't even look when he goes to hang his suit jacket on the coat hanger in his room, and it just falls to the floor. Everyone looks happy and healthy as he goes and not looking puts his wallet where the dresser should be, but because it's been moved over just a smidge, again, that falls to the floor. 
The wallet hitting the floor is just like, um, what's going on? <laughs> like, wow, I am really off today. Something's going, or something's seriously, like, wrong. Girls trying to make their sound scuffy. Like, uh, DJ even says, you know, well, why don't you take a nap? You know, because they're slowly backing out of the room. And he's like, you know, maybe, you know, maybe I might do that. And Stephanie says, uh, don't uh, miss the bed. Because <laughs> the girls didn't move that piece of furniture. Oh, boy. <laughs> and when the girls leave the room, Danny is actually humming that song to himself. Like, oh, he actually did like the song. He's here. I did the best I could. She even told me her phone number with her eyes closed. Question is, why did she tell me her phone number with her eyes closed? And why are the two of you in my room? Darn, it was supposed to be a surprise. It was? Steph, you can stop playing dumb now. Well, the reason we're in your room is because we we're writing a song about you right and we needed some inspiration really well i would love to hear the song that my room inspired uh, why don't you sing it for him steph uh why don't we both sing it dad dad Hearing that beautiful song makes me realize that you two are definitely up to something. Does that mean you didn't like our song? All right, you two, look. I loved your song. You know, I, I had a really hard day, so I'm just going to buy this song thing, all right? Everybody looks happy and healthy. What the heck? Guess I'm a little off today. Take a nap. Yeah, yeah, maybe I will. Just uh, don't miss the bed. <laughs> dad, dad, he's our dad. So as soon as DJ and Stephanie get back to the room, DJ says, oh my gosh, I can't believe we got away with that. Their room is like right next to Danny's and they have the door open. I mean, they're not, she's not shouting, like, I can't believe we got away with it. But even still, you're gonna, <laughs> why you wait a beat? Close the door, by the way, if you're gonna admit to that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Although, with me, with me, honestly, if I were to do something like that, I would be freaking out. I would be, I would have a guilty conscience, and I wouldn't be able to rest until I confessed. That's just, that's just me, you know. <laughs> um, there is, yeah, I remember when I did something, my dad was, like, fixing up the kitchen, and he had one, I, I don't know, I don't think it was, like, a hacksaw, but 
but it was like um, a little handheld saw thing that had um, like a, a metal bar that kind of curved like a square at the top with a little handle. And um, I don't know why I was being stopped. I swear I was like old enough to know better not to be doing this. So I, I took it and it was just like kind of banging it on um, this um, against a small little not so much a, a wall that kind of you know as you go into the eating you know the dining area there's a small little wall that kind of you know separates the kitchen from the dining. Anyway, I was banging it against it and of course the little saw part in the middle snaps and it breaks. I freak out. Like, I am scared to death. I know my dad's going to be not happy. Angry. Very angry. So, I write a letter to confess what I did. I even said something about, like, I'll, I'll try to pay or something to get you a new one, and I just, I just, I felt so guilty, and I didn't want to face up to, I mean, he would have found out eventually, I believe they do make little, they have replacement blades for that thing, to replace it, so, but I don't, I can't remember, I don't think he ever confronted me on it, at least, I mean, if he did, that part is really, really hazy, <laughs> I just remember how scared I felt when that, when that, when I did that. I mean, it's, n it's nothing compared to, um, putting uh, a hole in a wall with, um, a closet pole, but I mean, I could go so far even to say when I was first driving, I don't know if I, I'm pretty sure I must have started told the story when I covered the Honey, I Broke the House episode when I had backed my dad's car, which was, would later become my car, or maybe it even was at the time. I backed it out of the garage, but I was too far to the right as I was pulling out, and the right side kind of came up and hit the right side of the garage entryway and it did a little bit of damage to the car nothing that you know it didn't have to take be taken to an auto mechanic shop or anything like that but the thing that sucks is I did that with my dad's new garage too with a different car <laughs> luckily enough you know, when Jeremy and I had a house, we had a two-stall garage, and I didn't uh, have any problem like that afterwards, so, yeah. Yeah, and DJ's just, oh my gosh, I can't believe we got away with it. We never get away with anything. And Stephanie's a little like, yeah, that was a little too close. Let's not punch any more holes in Dad's walls. So I like in this moment, DJ and Stephanie are actually getting along. They kind of bonded over this, let's fix the wall, let's keep this from dad scenario. And <laughs> now Stephanie's kind of like, oh my gosh, wasn't that the dumbest song you ever heard? <laughs> dad.
dad, 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 it's snap of the fingers. And here comes Michelle <laughs> copying them. <laughs> Stephanie, you know, they stopped singing and, and Stephanie looked at Michelle. Michelle, why are you singing? And Michelle says, I love that song. And Stephanie's confused. He's like, why? And all he goes, dad, 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 dad. And Michelle says, yeah, I know all the words. <laughs> I think that even though Michelle was only four at this time, that she would also want to be included with her sisters. Like, that's also her dad. Like, I want to be in on this whole, uh dad song thing <laughs> and michelle just turns around and goes dad 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 and then when stephanie turns to dj it's like oh my gosh can you believe her she wants to do everything i do and we do get serious for a moment because dj is like stephanie look at what you're wearing looky look at what i'm wearing does this what you just said does that seem familiar to you when DJ says that, because she kind of grabs a, a bit of Stephanie's um, shirt there, her sleeve, and says, oh yeah, don't you find it annoying when your si little sister wants to copy you? Yeah, it's like, oh, the fun and laughing we just had, it's like, that's done. Now it's back to the heart of the matter, and you, why are you dressing like me? And Stephanie is a little hurt. I mean, I understand. She says, oh, I get it. I guess I must always be annoying you. Why am I getting choked up at this? I feel, can kind of tell, like, she feels like she did hurt Stephanie's feelings and saying, like, isn't it annoying when your little sister wants to do everything you do? And DJ kind of dials it down. She's like, well, I mean, not all the time. I mean, you did save us with the, that dad song. And DJ says, you know, you were pretty tricky. And oh my gosh, this just melts my heart. <laughs> Stephanie says, I learned it from watching you. Oh, my heart. Honestly, I mean, I may not address like my older sister, but I definitely did look, do to this day look up to her. I mean, <laughs> she is such an amazing woman. She is just, she's so smart and she's just so, you know, driven and gives 150% of herself to everybody, you know, ex expecting nothing back in return. You know, I just, she's, she's just incredible. <laughs> and I am honestly so happy to be able to have be able to have her as a role model in my life. And I'm happy that, you know, Stephanie has, you know, DJ. I mean, DJ isn't just a role model for Stephanie, but also for Michelle as well. And it, and it does seem that as we go along with the show, you see more... I think it's mainly just because they, you know, share a room and stuff. We see a lot of DJ Stephanie scenes because they share a room. However, when DJ is not, you know, sharing a room with Stephanie anymore, it seems like we see more Stephanie Michelle scenes since they share a room, you know. And I'm just trying to think, is 
Stephanie's more in closer age with, oh gosh, honestly, if you think about it, she's almost like the same amount of age difference between DJ and Stephanie, and then also, oh, she may be a little bit closer in age than Michelle, just by a smidge, because, yeah, that's right, because she's eight, Michelle is four, so there's a four-year age difference, and then there was a four-year age difference between DJ and Stephanie, because in season one, you know, DJ's 10, and Stephanie is four years old, so, yeah, but I, I honestly kind of, you know, wish we could have seen, well, it's not that DJ, you know, she does give advice not just to Stephanie, but also to Michelle as well from time to time. And I love how DJ's like, yeah, I am good, aren't I? It's like, yeah, I mean, she's got a big responsibility, you know? Your, your older sisters look up to you. You try not to make certain mistakes because you know they're watching you. And, you know, they're looking to you for guidance and everything like that. And I get that, like, with the I'm Not DJ episode, sure, Stephanie wants to do everything that DJ does, but she doesn't want to be seen as, as DJ 2.0 as in, I want to also be seen as an individual as well. And I think maybe sometimes with siblings, I mean, I'm sure that there are some siblings that probably hear that, why can't you be more like your older sister or older brother or, it's like, don't, don't put that on your kids. You know, kids come into their own at their time. Don't don't rush it, and don't put expectations on them like that. Because at some point, then they're going to probably start to resent their sibling. It's like, no, 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 no. Don't, don't, that is just, that's not right. Each sibling should be treated as an individual with their own interests in their own way of how they look at things. It's good to have a guide to help you along and stuff like that, but you shouldn't be expecting to follow in their footsteps if you're taking a different path. Uh, I, lo I love this in DJ. She sits down on the bed next to Steph and says, you know, in a couple years, you're going to make a, in a few, <laughs> I think she says in a few years, you're going to make a pretty cool teenager. It's like, you just got to wait a bit till you get there. Don't rush it. And Stephanie says, wow, you think so? And DJ says, yeah, just uh, until that happens, can you uh, stick to being a pretty cool kid? And Stephanie asks DJ, you think I'm a cool kid? And I like how DJ kind of, you know, chucks her, her, hand, or her, her fists onto Stephanie's shoulder. Like, yeah, you're a cool kid. <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong, Stephanie, with just being a kid. I mean, I was there as a kid. I, When I hit 10, 11 years old, I was counting down the years until I could drive. And it's just like, we're, it always seems as a kid, we're always in a rush to grow up. We're always in a hurry, like, I want to get my license, I want to live on my own, I want to get done with high school. It's like, you do know that once all that fun time is done, your real responsibility kicks in. Why do you think all of us, the adults here, want to go back to our younger years? <laughs> Times are simpler, you didn't have all that responsibility. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's bad being an adult, but it's a, it's a lot of work being an adult. You have a lot of stuff put on your shoulders that you just can't, like, you know what I don't want to do. Like, no, 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 you don't get, you don't get a, I don't want to do this day. You get a, you need to do that. So, yeah. But just, yeah, honestly, and this will be my Tanner Teachable moment, along with, you know, what I was saying with just, don't be in a hurry to grow up. The adult years are going to be there waiting for you when you get there. And your teenage years will be waiting for you. Your, your awkward teenage years will be waiting for you when you get there. Just don't speed through your life because you're going to miss some awesome, awesome things. If you spend so much time waiting on what's to happen in the future, you're going to miss out on the present. I mean, we got away with it. We never get away with anything. That was a little too close. Let's not punch any more holes in Dad's wall, okay? <laughs> Deal. Wasn't that the dumbest song you ever heard? Michelle, why are you singing? I love that song. <laughs> you love it? We just made it up. All it does is go da 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 da. That's why I love it. I know all the words. Can you believe her? She wants to do everything I do. Gee, do you find that annoying when your little sister always wants to copy you? Oh, I get it. I guess I'm always annoying you. Well, not all the time. You saved us with that silly dad song. You were pretty tricky. I learned it from watching you. I am good, aren't I? <laughs> Look, in a few years, you're going to make a pretty cool teenager. Really? Yep. But until then, <laughs> do me a favor. And just stick to being a pretty cool kid. You think I'm a cool kid? Yeah, you're a cool kid. So, yeah, um, <laughs> I was listening to uh, the other Full House podcast, and they were kind of mentioning the fact that, you know, being that the role of Michelle is played by the Olsen twins, because we have Michelle with the pigtails and the blue overalls and the red shirt run out of the room and then here we get Olsen twin number two looking like a mini me of Stephanie and whoa, she looks a little she's way too young to be dressing that old DJ fine Stephanie uh, Michelle definitely not no 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 that is too and that just makes me kind of think with like some, like, I never watched that Toddlers and Tierras, like, reality show or anything like that, but the way they dress some of these girls up for those pageants, and they just, um, since this is a clean podcast, I'm going to just say they kind of adultify them and how they dress them, and I get in some senses you're, you know, that's the way of the pageant world and stuff, but it just... Some of us, such a young age, like Michelle's age, even 
possibly even younger than that, and you're dressing them like they're adults and putting lipstick and just really adultifying them to the point where that makes me very uncomfortable. And it just, it's unsettling. It makes me honestly kind of wonder about the psychological side of what these kids are going through to compete in these pageants and the pressure that is put on them. And I just, I, I feel for some of these kids and what they have to go through to compete. And it just, I don't know. <laughs> No one should have that kind of pressure put on them like that, where it's a, either you win or if you lose, like, it means that you're not good. It's just, I don't know. And I don't want to speak for all those pageant moms out there and whatever, but it, it just makes me sad. It makes me sad to see some of them are just really, I mean, what was that girl... Wasn't that one girl, the Honey Boo Boo girl, wasn't she in those pageants and stuff? And they made a reality show out of the kid and just, uh, I, I feel for that kid, man. I, I, I feel for all of those poor children that have just bad experiences and have to carry that with them as they get older. Just the psychological damage that's being done. Those kids, I, <laughs> uh, but anyway, she's like, I'm back. What? It always feels like we get a poltergeist-esque feel to that. And R.I.P. Heather O'Rourke. I just, I can't believe that Poltergeist is going to be, is, is 40 this year. Same with E.T. Both movies came out the same year I was born. And I just, I, I, I uh, that movie actually, Poltergeist, they are re-releasing it on the big screen in September. I definitely want to check that out. I've already seen um, E.T. I think it was back in 2011 when they released the movie Super 8. So I already saw that on the big screen. I would have loved if they would have re-released it for the 40th anniversary, but maybe because they're doing Poltergeist, they can't do the other one. I don't know. <laughs> Both Stephanie and DJ. DJ is utterly horrified. And Stephanie is just like, whoa, look at you, Michelle. Almost like the way that Stephanie's looking at Michelle, like, I didn't even know that was possible to create a, a mini version of me. It's like you have older, younger, youngest. <laughs> Michelle, with her teased hair, goes and <laughs> over to the bed, sits next to DJ, and she looks at them and says, so ladies, what are we going to do now? And both DJ and Stephanie look at each other, just oh, and they fall back on the bed. And Michelle just copies them. Because she wants to be like her big sisters. Michelle wins. <laughs> like, falls back on the bed. Both... DJ and Stephanie, like, lift their head up and look over at Michelle like, oh, this little mini-me. <laughs> Double mini-me here. <laughs> Danny comes in, and you think, like, you think that the the gist is up. You think that, oh, boy, he knew. He knows. He knows. He's like, hey, girls. And they both, like, oh, yes, Dan. They get off the bed, and Michelle, like, follows right after them. And he's like, I know. I think I know what's wrong about my room, finally. He says, I think I know what's been bothering me since you left. 
And he said, he's really drawing this out. And he's like, I think I finally figured out what is wrong with my room. The look of, oh my, because DJ is looking at Stephanie and Stephanie's just like got this look of like, oh no, oh no, oh no. We should have just confessed. We should have been honest. And Danny says, hey, who moved the baking soda in my underwear drawer? I'm like, it was Kim. Girl, they can't say that. Like, yeah, I'm sure he wants to know that Kimmy Gibbler was in his bed. No, no, no. I don't like that at all. But <laughs> they're like, oh, it's almost like a weight has been lifted off their shoulders temporarily. Like, oh, gosh, he does, still doesn't know. Whew. I wonder, do you think they ever confessed? Between the time that Full House ended and Fuller House started up in 2016, did they ever confess to that? I'm curious. I really, really am. <laughs> I mean, it's not like Danny goes and rearranges his room like, hey, I want to move the dresser over here. If he ever moved that dresser and saw that, he would definitely be raised. You would think so, because eventually DJ's living in there, and they would have to move that stuff out of there and put her stuff in. He'd be like, oh, I don't, what is, what's this hole? I don't remember, what? Where, how did this hole get here? <laughs> like, Dad, it's been over 20 years, don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he's there when you bought the house. <laughs> he says, oh, by the way, I love that dad song. How, how's that go again? And they start singing it. <laughs> It'd have been funny if they added more lyrics after that he keeps it clean with the mop and a broom. Come on, you gotta be kidding me. So, ladies, what are we going to do now? Girls? Yes, Dad? Something's been bothering me since you left, and I have finally figured out what is wrong with my room. Who moved the baking soda in my underwear drawer? <laughs> By the way, I love that dad song. How does it go again? Dad, dad, dad. Yep. All right, that was the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I really, I had fun with this episode. Like I said, it's been a bit since I'd seen it. So, worst outfit of the episode, I think hands down, I do want to give it to Kimmy's, like, um, multicolored dress and the turquoise turtleneck. I just was not a fan of it. And then I think runner-up is going to be um, Becky's salmon-colored blouse. Best outfit? Uh, I okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Okay, I'm gonna say I like DJ's the best because hers was you know natural. She wasn't copying off of anyone, and then Stephanie's and then Michelle's. So well, their outfits were considered the best in my mind. DJ and then Stephanie's second place, and then Michelle's third. I I really I I thought the combination with the long shirt and the lacy short leggings just was cute. And again, like I said earlier. 
that's going to be my Tanner Teachable moment. With the, with the when I was talking about the scene in, in the bedroom and all that stuff. And just don't be in a hurry to grow up. Just enjoy the present because the future is going to be waiting for you down the road. Also, um, when it comes to... I'm not a construction worker. I don't do any home improvements. Um, but in regards to that, it's like, hey, if you're electing someone to be an assistant... You don't necessarily have to give them wacky work just to make them feel involved. Like, if they actually are... I mean, we know Joe, Joey's a goofball. But he can take things seriously when needed. Like, just give him, you know, little... You know, like, okay, Joey, you say you can do something. Let me put that to the test and see your skill level. And if I feel it's up to par, then yes, I will let you be not just my assistant, but my partner as I work on this loft for my wife and I, this future temporary home, temporary home. They were, gosh, when would they have moved out of that? I'm just kind of trying to think here. Cause when in Fuller house in the pilot, DJ says Danny and Becky and Jesse, they're all moving out to L.A. So they've been in that house that whole time. I mean, clearly Joey's been out of the picture and for him to be married with, you know, Ginger and those three goblin, four goblin children. Um, <laughs> but, um, oh, gosh. Part of me even honestly wonders... Part of me wonders if Ginger already had those kids by someone else and maybe Joey. I don't know. Maybe not. No, I think he contributed in fathering those kids. It's just, and it's, it's so weird is the fact that Joey has those little gremlin goblin children. And, you know, Jesse has Nikki and Alex who later become surfer, ex-college, dropout, fish, taco truck. Uh, entrepreneurs uh, <laughs> but they had helped raise the girls so how and, and Nikki and Alex are I mean compared to Joey's bleh, offspring Nikki and Alex as you know 21 year old adults or whatever age they're supposed to be were not bad but it's like you guys you guys both raised the girl I mean Michelle is a clear Example of uh, being extremely spoiled and given everything that they never set down rules. So that, yeah, and then seeing in Fuller House or in Full House when Nikki and Alex were, you know, Jesse and Becky had to discipline the kids for the first time because they hadn't been. And that's the same thing when when Danny in season four finally disciplines Michelle and crimes and and. Michelle's mis misdemeanors or whatever it's supposed to be. That episode title that I covered. Um, it's like, yeah, you let them rule the roost. And when you try to put your foot down, they are going to balk at you. They are going to stomp their foot and say, no, I'm not listening to you. I've never before. You've never, you know, it's just, I don't understand why their kids would wind up. They, I don't know. So, of course. We will be covering the next episode in the Sisters Double Feature, which is 
Season 5, Episode 14, Sisters in Crime, which aired on December 17th, 1991. In this episode, while the guys are at a hockey game, DJ is in charge, but when a hunky guy comes over and asks DJ to the movie, she agrees. Then she realizes that she has to take the girls. At the movies, Stephanie spends all of her money at the kids. That's not her money. That's DJ's money. Let's make that perfectly clear here. Why did DJ get that money? Like, and you would get the tickets beforehand. No, we didn't have an option where you could purchase your tickets online or on a mobile site ahead of time. But... You don't give the kid the money because you know they're going to go immediately to the um, concession stand and load up on, well, I need popcorn, of course. Oh, I got to have something to wash it down with. Oh, I can't have popcorn without candy. Oh, I got to have Twizzlers and Goobers and some other stuff. <laughs> I mean, seriously, when I when, when I go through this episode, I'm, I will comment on that. That that bulk, both of the girls together, the bulk of candy. You would think that they are going to see a Lord of the Rings extended edition marathon in the theater, start to finish. And I don't mean just a Lord of the Rings trilogy. What I meant also the the prequels <laughs> that happened before. Uh, I stopped at Return of the King, and I hadn't even read the books. Uh, a friend of mine from high school had read the books, and she, and I was pulled in by Elijah Wood playing Frodo. I'm like, Elijah Wood, I've loved him since I saw him in Flipper, and maybe even a smidge before that. So I'm sold on Lord of the Rings. But, oh, he's not in the prequel series? Well, then I don't want to see it. <laughs> So, yeah, going back, okay, spends all of the money at the concession stand, leaving DJ with no money for the tickets. So she asks Kimmy to sneak them in. Kimmy works there. The manager of the movie theater catches them, and DJ has to cut the date short. Then she has to teach her sisters to lie so she doesn't get caught. But, and even Stephanie calls her out on it, like, well, wait a minute. You just want us to help you so you don't get in trouble? And then DJ... <laughs> Which isn't really a big deal. It's like, yeah, but you didn't do your book report. And, oh, Michelle, you were supposed to stay, stay inside. It's like, but you took her out anyway. How is that her fault? What's she going to do? Say, no, I'm staying home by myself? She's five years old. No. But we'll get into more of that later. And, of course, with John Stamos having a birthday, we are covering the episode... Season 7, Episode 8, Another Opening, Another No-Show, which aired November 2nd, 1993. The Smash Club is about to open, but everything that can go wrong does. Don't you just hate that? Just like, oh my gosh, here comes a giant poop storm. woo -hoo. Joey books the wrong band. <laughs> R.E.M. No way is R.E.M. playing at the Smash Club the next generation. No. <laughs> Kimmy gives her waitress uniform a quote-unquote creative touch, and no one can find the owner, Jesse. Yeah, and the fit. Oh. <coughs> Jesse throws a fit about, because it's a standard black vest with a white button-up shirt underneath. 
And Jesse's like, oh my gosh, Gibbler, why are you wearing that? I said you had to have a standard black vest and a white button-down shirt. Why can you not comply with the rules at my club? Yeah, he says, take off that clown outfit. And of all the times that they kind of balked at Kimmy's, you know, clothes and her style over the years, for a very long time, mind you, it's season seven, this is the time that Kimmy actually does take offense and she does admit, you really hurt my feelings. So, yeah. But again, it's like, I get it, you want to be your unique self, Sometimes jobs kind of can find that with their very strict policies on what you can and can't. Not to mention if, is the company paying for the uniform or did you go out and have to purchase it yourself? If you had to purchase it yourself, I, I don't know. <laughs> Companies can be very strict when it comes to uniform. Um, when I started at my job, there are specific black shoes, black pants, black sh socks, black belt specific on the belt so um yeah and also on the shoes they have to be completely black shoes you can't have white on the white soles which is i get it you're dressing a certain way for what the company wants you to represent you you're representing the company by working there so they want you to stay within the confines of the uniform requirements so Yes, and let me double check when John Stamos' birthday is on the 19th of... Well, his birthday is five days before mine. And, oh my gosh. So he's going to be... Let's see, how old is he? He was born in 63. So next year is 2023... He's going to be 60 years old. He does not look it. People don't look like... It just felt like growing up in the 80s and 90s. People looked older. Like, your grandparents could be 50 and they look like they're 70 plus years old. But I think times were harder then. And I think sometimes you do prematurely age. Based on, you know, your, your lifestyle and, all, you know, if you're a physical worker, sometimes, yeah, you're working out in the sun, the sun can age your skin. I don't know. But anyway, I will be back with Sisters in Crime in the Sisters Part 2 <laughs> double feature and John Stamos' birthday on August 19th. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. If you'd like to email the podcast, you can do so at omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com. I do leave the episode, the email address in the episode description on SoundCloud. Also, if you haven't yet and you want to support the podcast, go to iTunes, search the Full House podcast, Click on All My Atlanta Holy Chalupas. Scroll down to where it says leave a review and leave a review. Have fun with it. You can use emojis if you like. You can hit me up with a Full House or Fuller House trivia question. I'll read it on the air and give my answer. Try to stump me, especially with Full House. I really would like to see what type of tough questions. <laughs> I mean, if you say, what was so-and-so wearing in this scene? 
in this episode. If it's something I've seen 1,000 times, I would probably be able to tell you. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, honestly, like, have fun with it. Just um, trivia, tell me your favorite character, your favorite episode, maybe even your your worst liked episode. Like, ah, I wasn't really a fan of this one. or Or even... If you have an idea for Fuller House, Full House Season 9 that we never got, Full House Season 10, where did you fill in those blank years of 1995 to 2015? That's 30, 30 years? 30, 30, 20? I don't know. Any, anyway. <laughs> I'm not going to do math right now. Anyway, um, yeah, if you want to support the podcast, it's absolutely free. I don't do Patreon. I don't have commercials. It's absolutely 100% me, myself, and I giving something that I love to you absolutely free. So, all right, everybody. Bye-bye.